Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hey, Ciao Bella listeners, welcome back. Today I'm with Thea Duncan of Doing Italy. Yay! <laughs> How you doing? Very good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I'm so excited because I think talking to you is what a lot of people want to do. <laughs> and listeners, you don't even know this, but you really do want to talk to Thea. <laughs> so let's just cut to the chase before we even, even start chit-chatting. Doing Italy, um, what is a great name, and I think you should tell everybody what it is. I am a dream maker, or I help people's dreams come true in the sense that I help people move to Italy, and I help them do it in a way that they avoid all the craziness, all the drama, or as much as like humanly possible that's involved in making that dream a reality. I love how you said dream maker because, you know, I've been living in Italy for probably the same amount of time that you've been living in Italy. And um, a lot of people say to me, they'll reach out and be like, oh, you're, you know, you're living my dream. And I'm, and sometimes I kind of chuckle and I'm like, no, I'm just living, but uh, I do get it. You know, I do live in Rome and it's great. And a lot of people want to live here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is a dream and a reality for me <laughs> and, for, and for you as well. So it's pretty cool that I, I love how you call it a dream maker because a lot of people do want to come to Italy. So mm-hmm. I, I quickly mentioned you've been living in Italy for two decades on yeah. and off, right? Exactly. Exactly. I first got here in 2002. I did like a little brief stint for the summer. I moved to Spain. I moved back here, um, basically studying and well, you studied at some great, great schools. You were in Bocconi. You said you were in Aquila, L'Aquila. Yeah, yeah. So when I first got here, I was studying at l'Università di L'Aquila. Um, and I think it was the perfect introduction to Italy and Italian culture because it was just big enough, not too small, not too big. Barely anyone spoke English back in 2002, 2003, which really forced, I mean, can you imagine? L'Aquila, it, well, L'Aquila is very tiny. It's a tiny hill town in Umbria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not sorry, it's in Abruzzo. Right, <laughs> Oops. right, it's okay. It's um, okay. But it is, it is very, very tiny. Exactly. And I mean, can I say it? When I moved there back in 2002 and three, because, you know, like, like three black people in the whole city. I mean, I remember people would come up to me and they'd be like, are you the lady that moved here from Miami? And of course I had never met them before, but you know, Vochi was going around that there was the girl from Miami in town. (laughs) The girl from Miami. So the girl, so the girl from Miami goes back and forth ends up working in fashion, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. You were with Gucci, you were with Loro Piana, you were with Luxottica. Right, so the girl from Miami fell in love with Italy. After my experience at L'Aquila, I was like, I need to figure out how to get back here. So I went back to the States, graduated from my undergrad, and because of the wills that may be, I got a master, well, I got a scholarship from Rotary International to study at Bocconi University in Milan. I did my master's degree, you 
know, things happened. I met people and I got offered a position at Gucci. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I will do that. And I did that. I then worked for a little bit at Utsotika Group. I mean, I actually worked with incredible people. I just realized that while I like pretty things, I do not particularly care that much about fashion. I think if it's an <laughs> industry, it's an industry that you have to absolutely love to work in, right? And I was like, that is pretty, that is pretty. God willing, I can buy these things, <laughs> but I don't need to like do this for a living. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think I want you to like, you know, you kind of have to test out the waters to figure to figure out the direction you're going in. But, you know, you you came and and you, you know, it's it's not, you know, it is easy to study abroad, mm -hmm. but it's not quite as easy to get a job. It's not quite as easy to live in, an, in a new country. And like you said, a lot of people want to come to Italy. Um, so what, you know, what what brought you from fashion and i know you worked in travel but what what brought you to founding like how come you, you started doing italy well doing it i think everything in life kind of comes in stages right so the first click that happened in doing italy and helping people move was i was on vacation in the italian alps with my husband and my son he was like a year and a half at the point in time and I send a video to my mom of my son looking out the, the ski lift and there's like cows down in the valley and you could hear the bells ringing. And of course, there's like all the optics of the dolomites in the background. And my son's eyes are like twinkling, like he is just like in toddler heaven. And my mom sends me the message back saying that you are offering your son the life that people dream of and they can only imagine having. And I'm from a working class immigrant family to the United States. And here I am like vacationing now in the Italian Alps. And I was like, what happened? What am I doing right? Like, what did I figure out? Like it just clicked something in my brain. And so I started realizing that, like you said, like moving to Italy, studying here, great. But what ends up tripping up a lot of people is the working here, like actually finding a job and maintaining themselves financially that I had figured out how to do. Um, and that was like the first thought. The second thought happened in the midst of COVID because doing Italy started off as I'll help people come and visit and get an authentic feel of Italy because, you know, tourist trap travel and all that kind of stuff. And COVID happened and I was in a really good place that my son was with my in-laws and, you know, like on the beach, the trees, like they're in Liguria on the coast. So he was safe and I had a lot of time to just think and what do I really want from life? I think that was the gift of COVID. And I was like, eh, I really want people to be happier. I think we all were thinking, what's the purpose of life? What do I want to do with my life? And this idea of helping people move was something I had like had coming back and forth throughout the years. And my brain just said, this is the time to do it. And so I did. Okay, so I'm going to pretend that I want to move to Italy. Mm -hmm. I want to move to Italy. I, I, you're living my dream. 
Thea, you're living my dream. I want to come to <laughs> um, Is it easy? How hard is it? I think it depends on how you do it. Obviously, I offer resources to help people move to make it easier. I think people don't understand that when you move to another country, there is like a whole set of different rules and ways of doing things that is largely or partially foreign to you because it's not your culture, right? What's, what's, what's one that comes to mind that you always kind of chuckle over? Well, one example is, well, let's just call it like Italian bureaucracy, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, B, the, B, the B word. The B word, right? Everybody knows it's like cumbersome. I, th I think people don't realize that when you're dealing with Italian bureaucracy, moving to any country is difficult. Moving to the States is complicated. Let me tell you, I've had people do it. Moving to Italy is there are rules that end up functioning as almost like suggestions like guiding lines of what you should do, but you have to realize that what is actually ultimately going to happen depends largely upon the person that's in front of you, right? Whether it's your visa process, whether you're at the bank, if you're at the poste or whatever it is in your bureaucratic Italian life. But the answer that you get from that person is almost never a final answer. So it's like, if at first you don't succeed, you try and you try again. Like my husband, when he was doing part of my pratica for when we got married and all that kind of stuff, he went to like four different offices. He's like, I don't like what they said, they said, they said, but that person <laughs> was the one that I liked the most. And that's the one we did our pratica with. I have a client that she came here, she had a student visa, she, didn't know because this was before me that she had to like go to get her like permesso di soggiorno within the eight days that you get here. And so like two months later, she shows up the questura and they were like, mm, honey, baby, like, no, you can't do that now. Right. So she like literally packed up her stuff and left. And I was like, no, baby, you go back to somebody else, <laughs> you explain, and then you finally like figure it out because that's how you do it here. <laughs> It's funny, I did not have to uh, get visas or anything to be here. I'm Italian, a citizen as well. Mm -hmm. um, and every now and then my husband has to do stuff with his visas and I, I just kind of chuckle because he, he will take no for an answer. And I'm like, what have you not learned? I mean, I grew up, <laughs> I grew up Italian, you know? It's like, you just keep going. Yeah, um, like so, you, but you brought up a big thing, you know, you brought up good, some, something that I think a lot of people ask me. And, you know, this is, this is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have you because, you know, I, I definitely, a lot of people ask me, how, how can I move here? How can I do this? And um, I'm not the best person to answer that. And I've always been looking for someone that I could go, okay, talk to this person. So talk, mm -hmm. everybody talk to Thea, <laughs> talk to Thea. Sorry. I'm going to call you Thea because I'm Italianizing you. Um, but uh, you know, one of the questions that people are always like, they're, they're, they, and I was wondering, do you get a lot of people that just are like, I'm going to move here without a visa? And, and how do you deal with that? I, I did a live call yesterday and they asked me that. I say, when I first moved here, you could probably have gotten away with it for a few years. Like I know people who did, in right? The, in the early, the turn of the century, she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, I wouldn't suggest it. I mean, 
when you come into most airports now in Italy, you're going to scan your passport and that passport knows where you've been and what you've been doing. So it's not like before where you would like go to the dude and maybe he'd look at you. Maybe he wouldn't look at you <laughs> like, you know, now the computer knows what's going on. And so I say you get a visa, you do it the way you're supposed to. <laughs> And that not get kicked out of the country for like the next three years, because that happened to a friend of mine. <laughs> ooh, ooh. So I, I have a question then, you know, I mean, you know, I, I know there there are tons of different kinds of visas and I don't even want to get into that because I can't. I mean, I, in, in every country, there are tons and tons of different kind of visas. Mm -hmm. But but we um, we briefly danced around the subject when I first met you and it's it's become mm -hmm. a kind of talking point that everybody keeps talking to me about about mm -hmm. this concept of um, being digital nomad friendly and I know that there are cities now in Italy that have gotten a lot of investment for infrastructure to make it you know to make a digital nomads experience not just their kitchen you know they're trying to make you know trying to whether it's with fiber optics or having open workspaces and things like that. But um, I mean, is there, what, what's, is there a visa for freelancers or digital nomads? Yes, like this is like hot off the press. It literally happened on the 28th of March. I did a happy dance around my house. I screamed at my husband. He looked at me like I was crazy. And so Italy, did come up with a digital nomad visa. It is so new though, that we only have the generic outline of what this visa says. And I actually have it pulled up in front of me because I went directly to the Gazzetta Ufficiale, which is where they release all their laws. Um, and I read it like three times and then I contacted the immigration attorney that I worked with. <laughs> and basically what we know now is that it's for people outside of the EU because they can come without a visa, right? We know that you have to be a highly specialized person, but we're waiting for the definition of what oh. highly specialized is. Okay, so it's not quite as like, I'm a digital nomad. <laughs> it's a little bit, you, ha you have to have some skills. You well, they're saying you have to have skills. We're waiting to see what those skills are. Are they going to be that you have to have a higher degree? Is it go there are definitely like financial requirements associated with it? What exactly the number they're putting with this financial requirement? We do not know, but it says that you have to prove that you can maintain yourself. You have to have health insurance to cover you for the year that you're here. Um, you do have to pay taxes into Italy, it seems is what they said, in order to be here. Granted, there are agevolazioni, there are tax incentives already in place to encourage people to move and invest in Italy, but there are requirements um, in doing so. We're just waiting for the details on what those requirements are. I mean, I, I think it's great because I do think, I, I was really happy when you mentioned that to me um, because it was concurrently when Venice, for, for example, was uh, we, we talked about the digital nomad visa and it was concurrent with Venice announcing that they're having this huge digital nomad initiative with infrastructure. Um, and it, you know, it's obviously post COVID. This is this is the direction. I mean, it, it was happening before we had digital nomads before, but, you know, it's a lot easier to work from home or work from whatever home you want. 
Tell me a little bit about um, for you, for your services, because it's, you know, I'm guessing it's not simply just like you telling me what visas you got. Is it logistics? Tell me what it's like to work with you. Okay. Well, I offer people basically three ways to work with me. Um, you can do just like a spot one and on one on one call with me or the professionals I work with. So you need a spot call on immigration. I say, I know a lot, but I have a PhD Oxford grad pro bono for refugees um, immigration attorney that I work with and she is kick butt. And I say, book a call with her. She's honest, she knows her stuff and she will tell you what to do. One hour, two hours, what you need. Um, you can do a call with me, and I like to say I am the vision, I am the person you'll talk to about how you're going to finance your stay in Italy. Um, I have a tax attorney, he is incredible, teaches at Bocconi, um, just really, really qualified person, because what you see happens is there's a lot of misinformation out there, and misinformation will mess you up, okay? So you can book a one-on-one -on -one call. You can decide, I don't want to deal with any of this, and the tax attorney will help you find your accountant, all that jazz. The immigration attorney will help you with your whole shebang of your paperwork from A to Z. She can even suggest a school if you're going to do a student visa or, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I have a master class, which I do a group coaching program. I'm thinking about doing a self-study as well. We shall see. Okay. And it is eight modules. It is how do you find a job? How do you pick where you're going to live? How are you going to get health insurance? How is it like slide? Is it like SlideShare? Sorry. I don't it's know. a mix of slides, reading material, checklist. Is, because it, li is it live or recorded? If you're doing the group session, mm -hmm. we have live calls that you can ask me and the tax attorney, immigration wow. attorney, the real estate agent questions that I bring on, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because when I did this course, when I created, that's actually how I got started. I actually sent a message on a Facebook group I'm on and I was like, what's the one thing you wish you had known before you moved to Italy? And I got 325 comments later. <laughs> 325 comments and I literally sifted through all of these comments all of them I called up friends who had just moved here I called up friends who had been here for a while and I put together this master class as everything I wish I had known and the people that I know wish had known before they moved here right so the eight core modules are this is what you need to be able to get set up here, whether it's like because rental contracts are four plus four contracts here, or it is this is how the health insurance works and the sistema sanitaria, and that's a core portion of it. Then there is the, I call it, now you're here, now what? So how to get your phone set up, how to get your, you know, your internet, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's just other things that I created because my students were like, Thea, but I really love Italy, but it's a big country. 
where do I live? And so I interviewed 19 people in 19 different regions and they talk about their experience here because we know each region has a different feel. And I like to say, while that person's experience will not be your experience, it's a jumping point to get they, an idea. Are they um, <clears throat> non-Italians that you interviewed? Exactly. Or, or, both, both. And, and when you say 19, <laughs> because I, I too have a child who went through the elementary and the media, there are 20 no. regions. So did you, are you, are you Lombardia? Is that the deal? No, because we couldn't find somebody for Aosta. No! <laughs> okay. We're after this, we're going to talk. I know tons of people at Aosta. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Aosta. <laughs> I found one person, but his English wasn't really good. And I was like, oh my no, gosh. I, I, I got some people for you. I got some people for you. Don't worry about it. I, okay, I have a question. Where, what, what do you first? My, my, our next question is: What do you think it is about Italy that just? I mean, I know why people want to move here, but I want to know from you, Dream Maker, what it is that that makes people just want to move here, give it all up, and move here. I think it's the pace of life. And not to say the life here is always like calm. I live in Milan, guys. Milan is like the New York of Italy. So people are like, let's come, let's go, let's do, right? But somehow in the midst of that, it maintains a level of humanity that being an American that has spent a lot of time in New York quite recently, I'm sorry, I don't see. So example, my son, you know, He's now almost four. We'd walk out of the door. I know he's still tiny and Italians love babies. Like the real estate agent down below my house, like Lorenzo would like leave his little paw prints all over their window, you know, to their door. And he'd welcome him in. He'd like sit him down on his lap, right? Lorenzo would play on his keyboard. At some point in time, he was like, oh my gosh, I have to take pictures of him. So there I am, like taking pictures of this real estate agent that we've never even like worked with, right? Because he's just like hanging out with my son. I'm like, I don't know about you guys. I didn't have that growing up, <laughs> right? And somehow, because I'm, I'm taking it from an American standpoint, right? we don't have i didn't have it anymore right and growing up in miami was a lot of fun don't get me wrong like miami fun but i didn't know like even at the supermarket like i go to the supermarket i know everybody at the supermarket they know what i want like she asked me about lorenzo she asked me about my husband i don't have those daily interactions over there and i like them it makes me feel part of a community in a way it makes me feel loved. I'm almost going to cry now. You know, it's, I just think it's nice. And it I think is. the world needs a little bit more of that. Um, what are some of like, what, what are some cities or what are some of the places? I mean, I, I recommend everywhere. You want to come to Italy, come. Um, are there, have you noticed that there are like trends or places that you suggest or it's it really i guess i guess that's the point of having a call with you because it really depends on the conversation you're having and what kind of person they are if they're like i just want to move to italy and they don't know then you're like okay like what are you like right 
Right, exactly. And like, it's one of my various checklists because the course was designed to like address people's different learning types and personalities and all that kind of stuff. But it depends on who you are and what you want in life. Like Rome is gorgeous. Every so often I tell my husband, let's move to Rome. And he goes, hell no, because my husband is a he's very square. He likes things to be very orderly. People don't realize <laughs> that they're Italians like that. You know, like my husband is on, on time for like just about everything. His parents were 20 to 30 minutes early for everything, right? And Rome, he couldn't deal with. He's like, it's too chaotic. He's a lot of people, right? Well, he's from Liguria, right? From oh. a little town, yeah, of 300 people his little village is from, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but he's been here even longer than I have. Then a lot of people obviously want to go to Florence. Florence is good if your English isn't necessarily too good because of, there's a huge you know, English-speaking community there. Um, Florence is obviously gorgeous as well. I also say, depending on what you want to do to make a living, you need to take in consideration where you're going to mm -hmm. live. But if you're planning on retiring, then maybe you want to go down south because they have tax incentives to be there. Um, you don't have to worry about how you're going to make money and the cost of living is less expensive. Granted, then you have to balance it out with access to good health care. But you know. Vale, vale. This is good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and this is why I think, you know, it, I, I think it's amazing. And I think you'd have, this is such a great resource because you have seen, I don't want to say you have all the answers to no. everything, but it seems no. like you've, you have at least 325 <laughs> <laughs> questions that I was asked. But I think I was good in being humble and saying, I do not know the answers to everything, but I know people who can get you those answers. And that's why I brought in the team of other people. Like I said, on the call where we're doing, if you're in the masterclass, but even if you're doing it in private, on the call when we're like, I wanna know about buying a house. I was like, I'm gonna get you a licensed real estate agent and an architect to talk to you about how to do that. And I mean, I think yeah. this is, this, I think this is, this is the resources we need. I think even, even when you live in Rome for decades, like we do, um, mm -hmm. or you're, or you're even from Rome, but I, you know, there's, or Italy, there are, um, there are, there, there's a lot of misinformation, like you said, and I just love the fact, I love how you said, you know, your husband went to four places, you know, when he was doing your practica and that's how your approach is. It's like, we've got to find the, the best answers and the most important, the best and the most informed. And you can't just take no, you know, I think this is great. Now, if, um, if I wanted to move to Italy, how do I find you? Well, I am doing Italy just about everywhere. <laughs> So doing Italy on Facebook, doing Italy is my website. So doing Italy.com. Exactly. Doing Italy.com. D-O-I-N-G Italy.com. Um, on Instagram. I'm really active on Instagram. Um, and just sent me a message and we'll figure it out. Perfect. So everybody, I'd love for you to take a look at doing Italy.com and at doing Italy on Instagram and everywhere else you're social um I think 
Thea's about to be your best friend. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Disc to Disc Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. <laughs> <laughs>